In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the first Sunday of the third Coptic month. In the first Coptic month, the Church spoke to us about the love of God. In the second Coptic month, Baba, the Church spoke to us about the power of God. So now we know that God loves us unconditionally, sacrificially, and limitlessly. And because of His love, He gave us all what we need to live a holy life. And also we know that God is powerful God. Yes, we will have temptation in the world, but God is powerful. So He can empower us and He can strengthen us to defeat any temptation, to defeat any trial, and be victorious in Him. That's why the expectation for us is to live a fruitful life, a life full with the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And you have no excuse since God loves you and also He is powerful and He will empower you. So we have no excuse if we don't bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit in us. So through the four Sundays of Hatur, the third Coptic month, the Church speaks to us about how to bear fruits in your life. The word fruit means they are fruits of seeds. You will not have fruits unless you have seeds. So what is the seed? Today the church is telling us the seed is the word of God. Which means if we don't read the word of God, if the word of God does not actually have place in my heart, I will never have fruits. I will never have fruits in my life. So today I like to speak with you about practical steps to read the word of God and to benefit from the word of God in order to have a fruitful life. The first thing we should know is that who is the sower? The sower is God. It's not Abuna, it's not Sunday school servant. The sower is God. And the word is God. We are just the tools in his ministry. And the seed is the word of God. The sower is the same, and the seed is the same. Why some grounds bear fruit and others did not bear fruit? Because the different types of lands. I want to emphasize this point because sometimes when we don't bear fruit in our heart, either we blame the church, we blame the servants, we blame the clergy without blaming ourselves, without taking responsibility. In this parable, the Lord made it very clear. It is you. It is your heart, whether it is like wayside or full of thorn or full of stones or good land. It is the heart of the person that makes the difference because the seed are the same 
and the sower is the seed. The seed is the word of God. And thank God the word now is available to each one of us. Not only the word, but the interpretation, commentaries on the word. Fifty years ago or less, the word is not available like right now. And the commentaries on the word of God are not available. So now we don't have excuse. All of us, we have access to the word of God and to commentaries. So what we are lacking, we are lacking commitment discipline to study and to read the word of God and again it is your responsibility we need to be committed we need to be dedicated to study and read and live by the word of God St. Paul said a very important word when he said let the word of God dwell richly in you let the word of God dwell richly in you How many verses you memorize? How many chapters you memorize? If I ask you, how many verses do you know about virtue of love, faith, humbleness, uh, forgiveness, acceptance? Can actually you mention many verses about each virtue? If not, then the word of God is not dwelling richly in you. You need to be rich in the knowledge of the scripture. When actually you plant so many seeds, you will have so many fruits. But if you plant one seed, it will not bring fruit. In reading the Bible, we need to be committed to read it, to understand it, to keep it in our hearts and memorize it. As David said, I hid your word in my heart, lest I sin against you, and then to apply it in our life. Four important steps. To read it, to understand it, to keep it in your heart and in your mind, and to apply it in your life. To read it. I think each one of us can dedicate some time every day for reading the Word of God. If you read three chapters every day, you will finish the whole Bible in one year. And I think all of us, we can dedicate 10 to 15 minutes or less to read three chapters. Three chapters will not take 10 minutes. Dedicate early in the morning, before you go to your work or to your school, while your mind is still alert. Read three chapters from the scripture every day. In this way, you will finish the Bible in one year. Also, in addition to this, the Bible is recorded from Genesis to Revelation. And the hours of recording the whole Bible is 80 hours, 80. And all of us actually, we spend time driving every day between 15 minutes, 30 minutes, sometimes more. In addition to read three chapters, if you listen every day for 15 minutes to the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, you will finish the whole Bible in 320 days, less than 11 months. In this way, you read it and you listen to it. 
So when you read it and you listen to it, it will be able to memorize and the word of God will dwell richly in you. As in school, we go listen to the lectures and then we go and read and study. Read the Bible and listen to it. You will be able to finish the whole Bible actually twice a year. One time through reading it and another time through listening to it. But it is not enough to read it. You need to understand it. And thank God there are many applications now in Arabic and in English that have explanation for each single verse in the scripture. This application is orthodox from the Coptic Church. So when you read the three chapters or when you listen to the Bible, if there is a verse you did not understand, go and search for it and see what does it mean. Don't just read without understanding, because how you will benefit from the word of God if you don't understand it? And don't tell me the Bible is difficult. All of you are highly educated, and actually to get your degree, bachelor degree, or even high school diploma, or master or PhD, you studied more difficult subject than the scripture. So don't take the easy excuse, I don't understand. No, you can understand the scripture. And thank God many fathers from the Catholic Church recorded commentary in, in sermons, Bible study, on the whole Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, in Arabic and in English, and they are available. So if you prefer listening, listen. If you prefer reading, read. But you need to understand the scripture, how the scripture will bring fruit in your life if you read it without understanding. And all of this will maximum, maximum will take 30 minutes a day. And that's not too much to dedicate 30 minutes a day to read, to listen, to understand the word of God. By doing this, actually, the word of God will dwell in your heart. And when you are tempted, you need to recall verses from the scripture to help you. What if you couldn't recall any verse? What if you, you are tempted by anger? It's now very easy actually to search the scripture about verses about anger. And print these verses and make it available. Put it in your pocket. Hang it in your room. So when you are tempted by anger or lying or cursing or any temptation, go and look at these verses and take from the word of God power because the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than two-edged sword. Get power from the word of God to be able to defeat the temptation, to be strong. We said God is a loving God and a powerful God. And he's strengthening us through the word of God, through his word. We read in the scripture, when they heard the word of God, they were pierced in their heart. So the word of God, sharper than two-edged sword, it will empower you, it will help you to defeat any temptation, to overcome any temptation. So, read it, understand it, memorize it. Write down your weak point, dedication, anger, pride, 
gluttony, love of pleasures of the world, and go and search verses about this weak point and make it available to you all the time. Read them, memorize them, keep them in your heart. Then when you are tempted, these verses will empower you. And finally, apply it in your life. Live by the word of God. When you make a choice in your life, when you make a decision, ask, what does the scripture say about this? What God told me to handle this situation? If somebody hurt me, what does the Bible teach me to handle this situation? To revenge? Repay evil with evil? Or to forgive? Live by the word of God. How can you bear fruit if you are not applying the word of God in your life? And the word of God will give you the power. Again, don't say, I cannot forgive. I cannot reconcile. That is the easy way. But we are called to resist the sin. We are called to fight the good fight. Take power from the word of God and apply it in your life. Also, how to benefit or to meditate on the Word of God. When you read the Word of God, search for one or more of these six points. Is there any a direct commandment, like accept one another? It is a direct commandment. And you can write down the direct commandment in this chapter 1, 2, 3, 4. Is there something God asking me not to do like don't judge don't swear don't commit adultery write these things that God prohibited us from doing number three think about any privileges that God gave us as when he says you are a kingdom chosen people royal priesthood to know who I am in Christ and what I am missing if I separated myself from God. So write down the privileges in this chapter. After this, the promises. The Bible is full of promises. So write down the promises. Don't fear little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And goes with the promises the opposite, which is like the warning. Unless you repent, you shall all perish. So write all the promises and all the warning. And number five, any lessons about God himself. As I said, God is a loving God, powerful God, merciful. He's a shepherd. He's a teacher. He's the bridegroom. He's a father. Write down what did you learn about God. This will enrich your personal relationship with God. And finally, the characters in the scripture. Whether good characters or bad characters. Good characters, John the Baptist, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Elijah, Peter, Andrew, John. And write down what you learned from their lives. And bad character like Judas Iscariot, like Isabel, like Cain, and write down what you learned 
from them. In every chapter, you will not find these six points, but you will find two, three, four, five. So after you read the chapter, the Lord listens. What are the commandments of God? What are the things that God asked me not to do? What, what am I in the Lord Jesus Christ, the privileges? And what are the promises and warning, the attributes of God and the characters of the scripture? When you do this simple exercise, actually you will find in each chapter many lessons you can reflect and you can apply in your life. We need to do right now. Just we spoke about the seed. We did not speak about the land. We spoke about the seed. We need to read the word of God daily. Make it a daily commitment to read the word of God. Because simply, you cannot bear fruit unless there are seeds. And the seeds is the word of God. May the Lord help all of us to be committed and dedicated to study and to read and to learn from his holy word. Glory be to God forever and ever.